0: Hello, everyone. This is Adam Meister, the Bitcoin Meister, the Disrupt Meister. Welcome to the One Bitcoin Show. Today is June the 27th, 2019. Strong hand. Value your wealth in Bitcoin. Having hype, unconfiscatable. One bitcoin equals one bitcoin. Bitcoin is the next bitcoin. Offended by selling, check out all the links below. You can get this t shirt from All Good Lab. I got a lot of t shirts you can get if you want to. Su- well, I don't know if they even support this. Hey, support them, support them. I don't have an affiliate links with them, but support the, the links below. And there are some affiliate things below too. Um, but hey. You, one of the best things you could do is retweet my tweets, follow me on TechBot at T C H B A L T, or spread the word on social media about these videos. Upvote, pound that like button is something you can do to support the channel. All right, we'll get into uh, Twitter in one second. disruptmystro.com you can watch all my old shows. Tomorrow, tomorrow is Friday this week in Bitcoin. 10 a.m. Los Angeles time, 1 p.m. East Coast time. We're gonna have uh, BTC Benny on. This awesome dude, Gigi, is going to be on, and uh, Steve Barber is going to be on, talking about uh, Bitcoin mining and uh, and uh, natural gas. Oh, it's it is going to be great, and yeah, a lot happened this week, so uh, we'll we'll have some uh, interesting views on the uh, wild, wacky roller coaster of love that uh, we've all been on <laughs> this week. Roller coaster. All right, so. Oh yeah, questions and answers. I will answer your questions, type in Bitcoin Meister uh, in the chat if you're watching this live. Oh yeah, I know you guys like this early show. Okay, (laughs) it's not like three in the morning, is it? Great. So Nick Carter, oh my God, you guys gotta be following this dude on Twitter. He's got a great one out there. Uh, This is a two-parter. Believing that a shadowy cabal of, insert villain, Controls the world slash the climate, the climate, etc. is epistemically identical to believing that a handful of individuals slash Bitfinex control Bitcoin price action. Confront, comforting, but intellectually bankrupt. For some reason, and the reason is 80% or clickbait, uh, the media is more than happy to entertain these conspiracies because the reality. A messy but organic process of price formation is occurring, is uncomfortable to them. So, yeah, it's not the easy answer, guys. People like the easy answer, the mindless 80% answer. Oh, a Bitcoin price is only going down because they're manipulating it. There's eight people that control all of Bitcoin. I, I mean, I've seen it all today even. I've seen this stuff tweeted out. It's ridiculous. It's mindless. This is a complex ecosystem, okay, that is organically developing, evolving over time. You know, some people buy, some people sell, big organizations get in, big organizations drop out. It isn't just one person. It isn't just eight person. It isn't eight people. It isn't a conspiracy theory. <laughs> it isn't a conspiracy. You, those ideas are completely conspiracy theories. And again, this, uh, these same 80%ers who love these easy answers, they apply it to the real world too. It's blame, blame, blame. They want a blamer. They want a scapegoat. And again, people want to They want to scapegoat for the why did the Bitcoin price go down. Why did it go up? Okay, don't, don't worry. D- don't try to blame others. Okay, don't. It's it's a complex situation, and it, there is no easy. People will develop philosophical arguments about this. It, complex theories of supply and demand. The having hype. Everything gets mixed in there, and that's the beauty of all this you're constantly learning. You'll, you'll never know the true answer to why the price went up just two seconds ago. And you'll never be able to predict what the price is going to be in an hour or in a day or in a year. That's why you got your strong hand. You hold. You, you believe in the numbers. You don't, Numbers aren't emotional. Uh, so you don't need to believe. One plus one equals two. It's just a fact. So that's Bitcoin. Uh, don't don't go too far down wild rabbit holes that will just waste your time. So Sterling Greer sent a dollar. Thank you, Sterling Greer, wherever you are. That sounds like some type of British name, but I, I, I don't know. And I, I thank you for all the support, guys. Guy Bennett says Bitcoin Meister Freebird. <laughs> Play some skinner. Oh, pound that like button. That reminded me. <laughs> There's a guy in college that used to scream that. And yeah, that is Leonard, Leonard Skinner isn't the best band in the world, obviously. But that's it's a good song when they break it down. When they break it down in Freebird, that is freaking awesome. Otherwise, they're just all right. And they had some tragedies. They had tragedies, tra, tragedies, tra, tragedies. And you know, don't do don't do drugs. Don't uh, yeah. Be careful. Uh, uh, rock and roll lifestyle catches up with you. Are there did it involve a plane crash, one of their issues too? I, I, I don't know. I don't know. Moving on. That you can hear about all that kind of stuff on Saturdays. This Beyond Bitcoin show, we talk about subject matters beyond Bitcoin. I talk about music, health, all sorts of fun things. So flashback clip of the day. Yeah, I got a new one out there if you've been following me at Tech Vault T-E C H B A L T on Twitter. Um, it's from December the 15th, 2015. It's about a minute. It's me saying that you should buy 10 Bitcoin and be an elite holder. If you get 10 Bitcoin now, you'll be elite and that you should pay $5,000 for 10 Bitcoin. In fact, I said it's $450, spend 5000 on 10 Bitcoin. So it only would have cost you like $4,500 back then. So guys, retweet that one. People have been retweeting that one along with the other one from yesterday is still going wild. The run from the one from 2014. So just check me out on Twitter T E C H B A L T. That's like technology Baltimore. That's what Tech Vault originally stood for a long time ago. Um, because I'm from Baltimore, I was uh, in. I am into technology. So, all right. Uh, I was uh, emailing a relative of mine in Montevideo, Uruguay. As some of you know, I have some distant relatives there, um, because when uh, my ancestors some of my ancestors were from Lithuania. And they wisely got the heck out of there before World War II. Some got out there a lot early, got out of there a lot earlier and went to Baltimore. And unfortunately, the United States wasn't letting in um, as many immigrants and so some went to Uruguay. Anyway, and a lot of Jewish people have a story like that. You know, they their relatives went to the New York and Baltimore and Boston, but then some either didn't get out and got destroyed, or they went to a South American country a little later on. Uh, still before the war. Anyway, you can hear about that on Saturday show. But so, uh, what was, like I said, so my Uruguay relative who sees things from a completely different perspective and is a no-coiner uh, and shouldn't be a no-coiner because I've been telling him about it for quite some time uh, back in March. Uh, and he's not the one who appeared on video with me, by the way. Uh, but uh, he says that every time the United States uh, issues sanctions against a country, They try to get around it. And that's why Bitcoin goes up. (laughs) He said that wasn't the only reason, but he's got, hey, that's something that plays into this too, people. So here's a tweet uh, on that same subject matter. Well, how, and this was on a negative thread about Bitcoin, someone complaining about Bitcoin. Well, how else are bad actors under sanctions going to launder hundreds of millions? So this is a very important point about Bitcoin. A lot of people, um, that are haters of Bitcoin try to get emotional about it, and they point to something that is that a lot of people are get offended by. You know, there are some bad regimes out there that the United States is blocking money getting them getting money. Yeah, okay, and so they have to launder the money, and they have to find a way around the sanctions. A lot, I mean, laundering. Okay, laundering is a little different. I don't want to conflate two things here, but but the, you get the point. All right, lot. La- I don't believe. Individuals should be be have the right to not have everyone keep track of what they do with their money, and thus they launder it. They, they <laughs> that's what the term is. I don't really believe in money laundering. I want I want to say that Tone Bays uh, taught me that uh, phrase a long time ago. But but the point is is that people like to use terms like money launder and uh, uh, and getting around uh, United States sanctions to get people angry to get people to hate Bitcoin. But this is this is. You, you cannot get emotional about this, okay? Even if you don't believe that you know a terrorist regime should be getting funds, and I, I don't believe the terrorist regimes uh, should be getting – should be funded. No, I, I don't. But the point is, is that since Bitcoin can do that, since these – since people you don't like find value and uh, they find useful purposes for Bitcoin, this is a good thing. This is a good thing. Bitcoin is not an evil or good person. It's a bunch of numbers that can't be stopped or confiscated. Take emotions out of this. But again, you're going to see a lot of the no-coiners. They bring up the terrorists. They bring up the laundering. Um, And it's just – you got to – it's a very important thing to remember. Don't get carried carried away with these people and don't let it weaken your hand either. So talking about horrible governmental regimes – in Zimbabwe, I thought Robert Mugabe, I mean, they got rid of him. I thought it would be better. It's worse. It's worse. Unbelievable. It's worse. Uh, this is from the BBC. I try to get in touch with Tawanda Kembo. He hasn't gotten back to me. I hope he's all right. But uh, why Zimbabwe has banned foreign currencies? So, yeah, you can't use it. <laughs> They're forcing everyone to use the Zimbabwe dollar again. I mean, you didn't learn the first time. But uh, this is a clear use case for Bitcoin. If they can get their hands on Bitcoin, and I'm sure some are trying to, this will protect them from this nightmare that is about to happen once again. Um, so you can stop people on the street. Because when I was in Harare, I would see people you know, buying currency right on the street. You would buy rand. You would buy uh, dollars. And so obviously those – and there's there a lot of poor women doing it too. Um, obviously those people will be thrown in jail. Now you won't be able to do it. So this will force people to, to go to the next level, uh, get, get their hands on some Bitcoin and you you really can't see that happening. If someone has Bitcoin on them, you you can't see that you can't, it's unconfiscatable. So yeah, this article is, it's sad that, uh, the government is doing this. Hopefully they'll get rid. I mean, what's going to end up happening is some of the people are going to like say, we want Mugabe back, which is unbelievable, but these guys are worse. Un, uh, it's, it's sad. Uh, but this is why that, you know, all the people that I met in Zimbabwe back in 2016 when Mugabe was in charge and uh, some had Bitcoin, God willing, they haven't gotten rid of any of their Bitcoin because it protected them from the coup it pro- and it will protect them from this and they will still have wealth and they will be able to easily move to South Africa and just start anew there if, if they need, need to. With Because I, you can't move to South Africa with Zimbabwe dollars and start anew. Oh, no, no. You know, the Zimbabwe dollar is—it's worthless in Zimbabwe. It's going to be worthless everywhere else on Earth. Pound that like button. That's a, a financial story that no one believes yet. This regime thinks it's a good idea to go back to that story. What a what a story! Complete nightmare. Uh, so uh, some people are freaking out that Bitcoin is uh, below eleven thousand dollars, dudes. I mean, short-term memories. Come on. Uh, All all of this price action that it it got close to fourteen thousand and that it was in the thirteen thousands, it should just snap it into your head that all this talk of twenty k, if you weren't around when it was nineteen k, and again, fiat freaks, this is for you, I guess, that this is this is not just theoretical stuff talking about thirteen k, twelve k. You saw it. You got a taste. Of one day closer to an all-time high. Okay, there's some people that had a hard time believing it because it was all theoretical. Well, you got a taste of it now, but but you still can get a weekend hand because of of lovely organizations like Bloomberg, um, and this is this is linked to below. Uh, Bitcoin surprise mega rally has nearly wiped out almost as quickly as it arrived. What an, what an impulsive mindset. Okay, It was like $12,000 for three days or two days. The rally was from 3000 to $8,000, $9,000, $10,000. It hasn't wiped away. The, the big spike for two days is gone. So what? So well, so we're still one day closer to an all-time high. Don't be impulsive. I mean, again, they want the clicks. They, this is what Bloomberg does Ignore it. Ignore it. I shouldn't even give it attention, but I'm just giving an example of that the mainstream media is going to do what they're going to do. The 80% is going to say what they're going to say. You're going to have that strong hand and pound that like button with that strong hand. We're going to talk about privacy in one second, but I know people are asking questions. So I want to do get to them quickly. Uh, Bitcoin Meister strong hand, of course. Uh, I watched the 2014 video yesterday where you were talking about not buying a $50,000 car instead of buying $10,000 worth of Bitcoin. Yeah, dude, I'm glad you watched that. And if people took my advice, instead of buying that $50,000 car and they would have gotten $10,000 worth of Bitcoin, they could have gotten a $25,000 car, $10,000 worth of Bitcoin. They would still have a car today and they'd have $300,000 worth of Bitcoin. Pound that like button. Hey, but uh, that people didn't take my advice. You know who took my advice. <laughs> who took my advice by not, not just buying you know, 22 Bitcoin, this guy, this, this Jewish guy from Baltimore, he's from the Northwest suburbs. He's got crazy hair. He, he took the advice and now he travels all around the world. He's a good guy. All right. So, uh, where, where else do we, have? what else do we, have? you know, you, you, I just don't talk the talk here. Okay. I just don't talk the talk. I walk the walk. And let me tell you something. Let me tell you something, people it has paid off nicely Woo! to be the man you gotta beat the man all right so roman q robert q uh people oh wait a second nathan brune said just found you recently but i've been holding for le- years love your stuff dude i am glad that us 20 percenters have have gotten together uh, that you found me recently, and that you've gotten through all that horrific eighty uh, percent or spam that is out there. There's so much noise that's out there. And it's unfortunate because it blocks people. From, but I'm glad you now hear the the info. This is the, this is the home of insider information, dude. And the hint, the home for Bitcoin insider information. You're going to learn about crypto dividends here, Nathaniel. And so, uh, um. Yeah, Nathaniel, your your Hebrew name is Naftali, if, if you were Jewish, but you're probably not. So uh, I, I have ancestors uh, named uh, Naftali, a uh, blessed memory, a great-great-grandfather, and some unc- great-uncles, too. Uh, great-uncle. Uh, Roman Q said, uh, and, and a, a blessed memory, the the great Nathan Meister, actually, we should say that, who uh, died in 1969. Uh, and, uh, people are offended by, uh, people are offended by money laundering and an infinite number of things these days. It's way less stressful to be offended by selling. Oh, baby. Pound that like button, Roman you, You're. You're, you're right. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, people are offended by the smallest of things. But I, it's great to be offended by selling Bitcoin. <laughs> T- true. So true. Guy Bennett said five bucks. A lot of people are sending things. Good actors or bad actors let the chips fall where may they may. Bitcoin is true freedom. Thank you, Guy Bennett, for the $5 super chat. And I mean, maybe it's because I'm, I'm mentioning my blessed uh, m- memories of these uh, great relatives of mine. My father, a blessed memory, loved his uncle Nathan, who died in 1969. And God willing, they are together right now. Pound that like button. I know they are. All right. So uh, Adam K. Wizard said $1.99. He said, B Cash PT. B Cash PT? What's that mean? Are you saying something bad is going on with Bcash? Uh, Adam K. Wizard, please elaborate upon Bcash. What does PT mean? I, I, am I, I'm totally missing something here. I, I don't know. Um, but but thank you for the ninety nine. Adam K. Oh, no. Adan K. Wizard. Adan is Adam in, in Spanish. Uh, M.G. MG or MO one Bitcoin Meister, I bought six years ago and never sold. Strong hand until 2028. Did you ever sell a single Bitcoin? No, never in my life. You must be new here. I repeat that over and over again. I have never sold a Bitcoin for fiat. Never, never. Not a, not a little teeny bit of it. Because what's, what hap- we've talked about that. that when that happens, you got to get an accountant. You got to worry about the IRS here in the United States. No, uh, dude, I'm like you. I, st- I bought my first two in uh, November of 2013. Still have those first two. And, of course, they've turned into some Bcash, some BSV, some B gold, all sorts of crypto dividends. Remember, people, you hold Bitcoin. You control your own private key. You get interest on your Bitcoin through the crypto dividend process, which are airdrops and forks. And we've talked about that here before. But it's insider information. A lot of people don't know that. Um <laughs> Robert Hardebeck, my buddy in Long Beach, Compton and Long Beach together. Now you know you're in trouble. He says great content. He sends 10 bucks. Robert Hardebeck, he he is a hardworking man. He is re, he works like 12 hours a day. Dude, I, I really appreciate that you get you get gave me that $10. Don't give me any more money. Keep spending on Bitcoin, man. Spend it on Bitcoin. And not just in your 401k, man, your GBTC stuff, but beyond beyond GBTC. You know, Robert, a lot of hardworking men like Robert, they, they got these 401k IRAs, they can spend, they go into GBTC because they've already got so much in their retirement account, they're getting closer to retirement. I know it's tempting, but control your own private keys. so you get those crypto dividends. Um, GBTC, okay, I'm not even going to that. GBTC has cash out crypto dividends for people and paid them in cash. I think I don't even, you control your own crypto dividends. You control your own private key. And Gummy Bear says, Bitcoin Meister, I enjoy your wit and wisdom. Thank you. Well, thank you, man. I, I, I'm glad you enjoy that type of thing. I'm still waiting for add-on K Wizard. Did, did you say, uh, Guy Wizard said, uh, okay, we, we said that guy. I, I want to know about this B Cash PT thing. B Cash PT, more like B Cash PTSD. Holding that—that <laughs> that is true, man. If you're holding that, if you've been holding the B cash and you paid for it, oh, it's like PD, PTSD at this point. Oh my God, it must be some sort of horrific nightmare. Of course, we all got it for free, and uh, whoo, yeah, that—that's that, a—that's a lot different. Turned it into Bitcoin. You don't have a B cash PTSD. That should be a new saying, B cash PTSD. Okay, Adam said, Adan said, oh man, I just lost it. Hang on, I want to see what he said. Price target. He wants a B cash price target. Oh dude. Oh man, I'm so sorry for you. Oh my god, man. Um, well, first of all, I, I your your hope is that King of the Trolls, the guy who founded it, he 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 can make he see it's a centralized coin. He can make agreements with companies and to, to pump it. So I think it'll pump again, but dude, dude uh, the way. I mean, it's like 4% of a Bitcoin now. And I only value my wealth in Bitcoin. I thought it would go back to 10% again of a Bitcoin. I don't know, dude. That might just be wishful thinking at this point. Uh, So my price target is for the dudes that are in bad situations like you. I mean, I would hope it goes back to 10% for you dudes. But, uh, and again, with King of the Trolls, you never know. You, You never know. People seem to love him people just blindly listen he'll will you'll say hey how's the weather today king of the trolls and he'll just say the same thing you know bitcoin is not scalable <laughs> or transactions cost too much on bitcoin and then you'll be like well you know the the orioles won the, the baseball game uh, but B- bitcoin is not scale i mean and, and the people are like oh he's so smart look at all those technical terms he uses but i'm asking about the orioles score no no he won that argument adam he won the argument you're asking about the Orioles score, but he's talking about uh, Bitcoin being horrible. He's and he's a good-looking man. So path. So yeah, yeah. The, who cares if you're asking about the Orioles or the weather? He, he's right. There are there are people that love him that much, but he's not like Jim Jones, at least in BSV. It, it's not to that level. And uh, and again, some eighty percenters. It's a he is a great marketer. He is very persuasive, and just there's a certain mindset, and they I guess they lack a certain. Portion of their mind or they haven't built up their mind very much that just falls for guys like that all the time. And then at the end, they're like, oh, it's the marketer's fault. It's the salesperson's fault. I was tricked. I was tricked. Dude, if you get tricked by that stuff, I mean, it's your fault. It's your fault. I mean, personal responsibility is a new, new counterculture. I'm not a fan of King of the Trolls at all. But if you fall for that, it's your fault that you, you, you fall for used car salesmen. You bought the Yugo. That was your fault. That's not the Yugo salesman's fault. You fall for you fall for nonsense like Yugo salesman. Come on. Hey, all right. Uh, what do we got here? No way you're seriously asking. <laughs> no way you're seriously asking Bitcoin Meister for a price target for B trash. I mean, he, there's some new people coming here. I mean, so yeah, that's that's. I mean, he's must be new. All right, Jack. So, big. Guy Bennett says that Jack Black is angry. Bitcoin Meister told him to watch a show on Saturday. Yeah, I mean, some people want, like, if I talked about extensively about a topic, they want me to, like, talk about it again. And I say, hey, you know, there's an easy place to go learn about that topic. Instead of me repeating myself, just go to my old show. I have over 1,350 old shows out there. And I can remember lots of them and and give people direction on which show to watch and what subject matters. I'm doing that for free, so I can't. I mean, if you want to pay me to repeat myself, I would be glad to. But if you freely want me to repeat myself, I can just send you to a place where I don't have to repeat myself. You can just watch the old videos. And so, um, yeah, that's. Uh, I, I if you've got a question and some, uh, you know, and, and I've already said it, I'll, I'll try to refer you to a, a past show. And some people like that to watch uh, fast shows, uh, old shows. And some people are impulsive and just they they can't, you know, sit through a 10 minute show and, and learn. Extensively about what they claim to be interested in. Oh well, you know, 80%ers are going to do what they're going to do. That I've got a whole catalog of old videos. You you guys could learn so much. And so if you don't, if you want to ignore them, that's fine. I've been trying to make it easier for the 80%ers too by making these short clips on on Twitter. I'm going to try to do one almost every day. So follow me on on Tech Vault if you want to see clips from old videos. And, and maybe you don't have a uh, maybe today you don't have enough time to watch a big long one. So it, there's a it's you know it's a short-term mentality world today. And to try to get people to be more of long-term thinkers and not be impulsive and and to have large, longer attention spans, I'm trying to lure lure them in with the 55 second clips and then they can watch it. This show is running real long, a a 20 minute, 30 minute show. And then, you know, get used to playing things at 2X. You don't have to watch this video live. You can watch this video 2X and it goes by. And and again, when I send you to an old video, play it at 2X. It goes by that much faster. And uh, that's a... That's a little trick there for the 20 percenters here, you know, make the most of your time, play things at 2x on YouTube. Um, ha, ha, one, two, three, no script says, how many more halvings do you think it'll take for Bitcoin to be considered mainstream? Uh, What's well, going to, as we approach the 2024 halving, it's going to have to be, it, it'll be mainstream. I mean, it might be really soon after the 2020 halving, some, sometime between the two. I, I can't predict when, but uh between the, the next, the 2020 and the 2024. It'll 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 be man, mainstream, yes. it. Um, I mean, this Facebook thing is gonna be very big for it. Oh my God, this show is take, taking a real long time because of all your questions. I might have to stop answering your questions. Uh, I know lots of people FOMOing on Bitcoin for the first time with this run-up. They didn't listen to the first five years. Better late than never, FOMO on Bitcoin. Don't FOMO on aughts, yeah, Roman Q. Dudes that are FOMOing, um, I don't think we've seen anything yet in terms of dudes that are FOMOing. I, I think it, it's going to, it's going to be a lot worse soon. So those of you who are not FOMOing, who have been long-term watchers of this show, I'm so proud of all of you because now yeah, you already got your Bitcoin for cheap, but to tell you the truth, I think the uh, definitely in December, 2017, there were many, it was much, the FOMO among individuals was, a, was a lot higher. Okay. Right. What What's, what's this time around, there are some people that are getting very excited about it. Um, not as many as last time. And so we've got during this, this having hype is just starting. It's just starting. So let's hype it. Let's hype it up. Um, okay. Where is the gay in Bitcoin? Someone said, where is the gay in San Francisco also? Well, in San Francisco, one of the, the, you can go to, uh, the Castro, the Castro, there's a, that's, that's very gay. Um, we have a – there's a big – one of my – there's a guy in San Francisco in, in real estate. What's his – the Italian dude, where is he? he? He's a gay guy in real estate if you need to buy a uh, – he loves Bitcoin though, so I've, I've told – I, I wish all the gay dudes in uh, San Francisco got into Bitcoin, man. It's a huge – up here in West Hollywood, which is just north of me, that's the gayest city in the United States of America in terms of uh, per- percentage-wise. But I think San Francisco has the most gay people. So, I mean, if someone was trying to be funny about the gay thing, I gave a real answer there. <laughs> you never know what's going to come out on this show. Um, but where is the gay in Bitcoin? Yeah, I, I, hey, this is where the big boys play. Anyone can come here. You can be a girl, you can be a guy. So, yeah, it'd be great if more gays came into Bitcoin. Um, and we've, I mean, of course, we've got gay fans in Seattle also um, that, that watch this show. So, uh, good, good, good for the gays. I just gave uh, you Where's the gay in Los Angeles? It's in uh, definitely West Hollywood. West Hollywood, De- definitely, that's, uh, that's right. Near. It's so funny, so I'm in a religious orthodox, I'm, all these orthodox Jews live where I am and then four blocks away, is like, well, it's West Hollywood. Uh, what kind of services would you like to see from developers around Bitcoin? Uh, second layer privacy solutions. Se- second layer privacy solutions. We're gonna get into that. Obsec classified, you need a moderator, my friend. No, I do not. Nope. I let anyone say what they're going to say on here. I I don't believe in. uh, I'm. I there's some pretty. Sometimes there's some pretty hateful people in there. I just let everybody say what they're going to say. You just have to ignore them. So no. um, I don't. I don't. And if someone's trolling there now, just ignore them. Just just ignore them. Okay. Um. Where do we got here? Let's talk about privacy. Uh, privacy. This is from Token Hash. Privacy is not missing from Bitcoin. On-chain privacy is against a key principle: audit- auditability. Privacy is a layer two solution, not a base public layer. Audit to the auditability is to verify that the chain is working as designed. I like that. I like that you can audit everything and that you can see everything that's going on on the Bitcoin chain. And I also am leaning toward it being a second layer solution. And if if it was if Bitcoin all of a sudden its main layer was private. There would be some of these mainstream financial organizations would not be down with it. They would fork Bitcoin. They're still going to fork Bitcoin, some of these mainstream uh, organizations. If you build a second layer solution of a privacy on top of it, they're going to fork it and create their own corporate Bitcoins. Let them. Let them give us uh, free uh, JP Morgan Bitcoin. That's great. But I do believe, um, you know, th- th- someone was saying a lot of, I mean, this is one of the FUD techniques. People, Monero is so great. Uh, Grin is so great. We need this type of privacy in Bitcoin. No, just build a second layer solution. Let Bitcoin learn from them and build it on top of it. It doesn't need to be in the base layer, I'm saying. Um, and this is, it has evolved over time, this theory of mine, or this uh, these thoughts of mine. Um, all right. Guy Bennett said $5. At what fiat price do you sell your first Bitcoin for a gold Pontiac Firebird Esprit? Uh, to practice J-turns? This is a good question. Um, when do I actually spend, because I'm offended by saying I will not, yeah, I, I, I think when, when I get the, <laughs> when I get the 1978 or whatever it is, 1976, a gold Pontiac fire, Esprit that that uh, was in Rockford, the Rockford Files, my father of blessed memory loved that show. Um, I, I would, it, it'll be a time when I could just, turn my, I'll be like, well, here's 0.0001 Bitcoin. Let me have your uh, Firebird. (laughs) That's when, that's when I'll get it. When I'm easily able to turn uh, uh, what seems like a little bit of Bitcoin today into a Firebird and not convert it into a dollar to have that uh, middleman there. But who knows when that will be. I really, I don't need a car now at all. So, you, you know, I, 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 I'm in no rush to get a car. I'm in no rush to get anything for myself and to give up any Bitcoin at all. But I mean, it's a legitimate question that people ask. Again, I've said, I, I, I'll i go back to my base here. Okay. I have said since the year 2016, I will not sell a Bitcoin until after the 2020 halving. That is the the target that I gave everybody, the strong hand target I gave everyone, just wait it out to see how things are after the 2020 halving. So clearly it won't be before the 2020 halving. And then some people are like, oh, you're going to sell all your Bitcoin after the 2020 halving? No, that's the earliest possible time I would get rid of Bitcoin. But at this point, we're getting so close to the 2020 halving. I have I have a good amount of fiat in the bank still, a very a very, a very comfortable amount that I can live off of for quite a few years. Um, and, and again, for me, I'm a single man. I, it doesn't take much for me to live off of – I mean, my expenses are so darn low. You, you can't even get into some of the – I can't even tell you about all some of the things I do to save money. It's so great. It's so great. That, that's for the Saturday show. But uh, so, yeah, there's no reason for me to you – and know, if I wanted to get a car, I could just spend some Fiat on it too. Uh, but I really – I I I dislike cars so much. I dislike sitting in cars in traffic. I and mean, in L.A. saying that, I'm like offending everyone, I guess. Um, <laughs> because they all – they worship cars here. I mean, it's, it's horrible I mean, to drive people drive a block in a car; they can't walk. It's 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 insane. It's really insane. But uh, no, I I do. I, I as a kid, just that gold Pontiac is kind of cool looking, and I don't know. It's it would be something cool to drive every once in a while with my uh, with the little Meisters, with the, with the little Meisters and stuff, and tell them about their grandfather and everything. So uh, who they know. I mean, if they're future Little Meisters, they, they won't know him in person, but they will learn of him, of course. Pound that like button. So uh, if they're future Meisters, if they're future Little Meisters, they'll be named after the great Mel Meister. Pound that like button. So um, let's see. We talked about 20-day. We talked about that. We talked about crypto dividends. Uh J.W. Weatherman. I'm just getting it all out here today because tomorrow's show I'm not going to be able to talk about all these topics. So if this is too long for you guys, stop watching now and play the 2X later. Uh, Criminals. This this, this is actually – this is great from J.W. Weatherman. This is part of the title, so I have to talk about it. Criminals know to demand the most secure money. Do you? And so this is about – in Florida, another Florida city has paid uh, – paid what the hackers have demanded of them okay lake city it's a, it's a r a n s o m i can't say that word here uh because youtube is insane uh and i just this video is so awesome i want it to be totally monetized uh wow and, and okay so uh so so whatever okay yeah yeah so they uh, this what is it lake city paid a $500,000 or forty-two uh, Bitcoin to the person that, uh, broke into them and, and, and took over all the, uh, the computers in and, and, and the government there and someone in the thread talking about this, this is both are linked to below here. Uh, it contract went to the lowest bidder. That was one theory or two. Someone's relative got the job also known as nepotism. So yeah, those two reasons right there, when you're dealing with a city bureaucracy, that is why people get jobs in, in the city or why people get contracts. That's why they, it happened in Baltimore. They don't hire the best people. They hire relatives. They hire uh, uh, well, I, IT contract went to, uh, to the low, not the best bidder. Uh, they went to, It went to the lowest bidder or went to some ridiculous uh, minority set aside and the person wasn't even a minority half the darn time. It was someone's wife. And for these reasons, for these reasons, you've got to expect this to happen so many more times because all cities are built like this, all American cities, uh, important infrastructure is, is maintained by, uh, by people that are just, you know, relatives or friends or minority set asides or just, or wives, it's just completely ridiculous. So we're going to keep seeing this. And it is interesting that as we keep seeing this, that the, all the criminals, they want Bitcoin. They're not saying something else. They're not saying dollars. Criminals know to demand the most secure money. So we're going to keep seeing this. It'll help the price of Bitcoin. Take the emotions out of it, people. Yeah, these dudes aren't good dudes. It's not great that cities are being shut down by dudes in, in Eastern Europe or wherever it's coming from. Who knows where it's even coming from? But it shows that Bitcoin has a use case, that Bitcoin is a bunch of numbers, and there's it, it's not a good guy thing or a bad guy thing. It's a bunch of numbers. It's a thing. It's just don't get emotional. And again, you've got to you got to always look at it from the positive sides. If your enemies are using it and you're holding it, it's uh, it's boosting up your wealth too. Okay. So yeah, someone says they they never demand XRP, uh, which are, they never demand Ripple, Bcash, BSV, Litecoin, etc. Guess the guess they are not concerned with scaling, privacy, and all the other claims that S coiners complain about pound that like button dude so true yeah the dude in eastern europe that broke into lake city's uh computers he doesn't care about scaling or how fast he's going to get the, the bitcoin came to him in a minute or the bitcoin came, bitcoin came to him in 10 minutes he, he doesn't care about that at all Sh- t- shows you the, what's going on in the real world people uh yeah he doesn't care that he can't buy coffee with it uh, once he gets it either all right Ooh, so Guy Bennett says, Bitcoin Meister is a great human being and an honor to his father. Well, thank you. That is a great thing to say, Guy Bennett. Tell that like button, dude. Tell that like button. All right. So uh, someone else just said, LA is changing before my eyes. Dude, it's always morphing. LA is a quite a place. It is the decentralized city, man. It's... It's definitely it's got some issues, but if you're not in the industry in the Hollywood industry, it is so fun to observe. When you work for yourself and you can't get fired, and you just see this, it's it's an amazing thing to be a part of. It's it's different than any other cities because most cities are quite centralized. You know, New York, Manhattan is the center of New York, and. Um, you know, there's, there's downtown Chicago. There's in San Francisco, it's the, the, the core right there is the center LA. There's so it's just so spread out. It's de- and again, I don't like urban sprawl or whatever, but it is a decentralized city. Oh, who said that? He, 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 <laughs> uh, what's his name? Peter Thiel said that on a, uh, he said that on a, uh, not, not Joe Rogan show on the 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 uh, the guy who's from LA. It's his birthday today, actually. Uh, the one who's friends with Ben Shapiro. You know, speaking about LA, what's his name? He's a Jewish gay guy. Uh, what's what's that guy's name? Ruben. Dave Ruben. He was on Dave Ruben's show. Dave Ruben's show. All right. You know, and Dave Ruben's got some issues. He talks about celebrating Christmas. That's not a good. No, that's when you're Jewish, you don't do that. But whatever. You go go your own way. That's gonna do what you're going to do. Okay, so um, what, what else do we have here? Dave Rubin, I'm talking about decentralized LA. Oh my God, this is like a Saturday show, and this show has been is about forty minutes long now. Um, did, yes, Audio Tweaker says, didn't your hometown get hacked as well? Baltimore had huge problems with, yeah, it's still they still haven't solved the problem yet. Audio Tweaker. I've been talking about this here for quite some time. They went the route of trying to instead of paying the Paying off the hackers, which would have saved them millions of dollars, they tried to figure it out themselves. It's still not fixed, and yeah, that's the ultimate example of you know they 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 hired the IT people were half of them didn't know what they were doing, so they were easily hacked. And this is what you get. So, so Baltimore was the biggest city that it happened to, I believe. And it's still horrible. It's, 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 it's a terrible situation there. They should. And the, the sad thing is, I've been talking about Baltimore and Bitcoin for so long. And a, long ago, I even said, I talked about how banks were preparing for this by buying Bitcoin. So if they ever got into situations, they could easily get out of the situation, pay off the dudes that hacked into their uh, the, R, the guys that wanted the R-A-N-S-O-M. And I mean, if people from Baltimore watched this, they would have learned from me and known to do the same thing. And in fact, if you would have bought Bitcoin for five hundred dollars each to prepare for a tax like this, you'd have Bitcoin left over. So you'd be doing great. You'd pay off the guy that that hacked into your system. You'd still have some left over, and you'd be a, you'd be in great shape. But no. So yeah, Baltimore. Uh, Baltimore did not learn from uh, one of its uh, one of its sons, should we say? But hey, that's Baltimore. It doesn't learn a darn thing. And. Uh, but hey, you don't you don't have to stick around Baltimore either. And I, I definitely didn't stick around Baltimore. Um, you don't you know it's, it's it's if you if you complain, oh the taxes are so high here and they are. Well, then get out. You don't you don't have to be there. Personal responsibility. Oh, the, the, I can't pay my water bill that was so expensive now because of the, the, the it got hacked. Well, this is what happens when you I mean you, you, you it's set up in a way it's a completely corrupt bureaucracy. If you're not aware if you, some people can live with that that's fine if you can't you can complain about it or you can leave and uh yeah i left now uh and i sold my houses there too so i don't have to pay that over two percent property tax ridiculous water bills compete don't complain and i'm competing and i'm just remembering the old days of uh my and i had some great adventures in baltimore very great so yes everyone i am from baltimore originally and uh, so we talk about the criminals. J.W. Weatherman had that, that great tweet. Coindesk is bringing up ShapeShift here. Oh, yes. The ShapeShift founder. What's his name? Out of Colorado. What is his darn name? He's from Colorado originally. I forgot his name. Uh, he's talking about uh, his service will support Libra. And you know what? I am glad. Voorhees. Eric Voorhees. I'm glad that he thinks this is possible. That you, know, he's come, come a long way. You know, he was the no KYC guy. Now he's saying that Shapeshift they'll deal with uh, they'll they deal with uh, Libra, and I. So he thinks it's theoretically possible that that, that since it's so centralized, they, they'd be able to block people like Shapeshift if they wanted to. But I'm glad he thinks it's possible. And I, I, you know what? Let him do it. Let everyone deal with Libra if they want to deal with Libra. I want it to be that open that that anyone will be able to sell it because i think that you're going to need permission from facebook to sell it that they can turn they'll be able to turn you off but if if they won't that is great um, because he, he points out that it's not going to be pegged to the dollar it might have a little bit of the dollar in its basket but it's going to end up worth more than the dollar so he would like to get paid with it i guess and uh so some people are going to be one of if, if Libra gets is worth more than a the dollar, then let it be worth more than a dollar and let all those and let people who get it buy Bitcoin with it because it will pump up Bitcoin. So, yes, it is an all ramp on the Bitcoin. If ShapeShift wants to sell it, let them sell it. Um, if it ends up worth more than a dollar, it's going to help. It's going to help pump Bitcoin. Because some people are going to get it for free from their accounts, and they'll be like, "Oh my God, they're giving me this thing that's worth more than a dollar. I can spend it on Bitcoin. Well, yeah, this is great. Uh, I'm going to Shapeshift and spend my Facebook, uh, my Libra there." Uh, and so, if but so if they are willing to work with Libra, Shapeshift, you better believe that a lot of other companies are going to be willing. Willing. To, a lot of co- companies you don't you wouldn't imagine people that are supposed to be hardcore are going to work with Libra. Let them. Let them. Let this is this is where the big boys c- play. Let them compete. They're not going to be able to beat bitcoin i mean that is, they're going to hurt some altcoins though i will say that so if 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 again if libra gets all these 80 percenters gets their hands on some um on some libra and 10 percent of them try to and say well i'm going to buy bitcoin with it now oh my god that would be just amazing uh that that would be amazing so yeah you'll, you'll be surprised it some hardcore uh, companies will don't uh, they'll, they'll, they'll work with libra in a way if they're already dealing with kyc why not all right all right, one, two, three. No script said felt good with this price run up. Was accumulating as much as I can. When in college, I don't care about the fiat price. I'm thinking 2032. This dude, I mean, you—you you are beyond college, dude. Your, your way of thinking, you are so prepared. I, you know, when I was in college, I wish I was thinking about uh, the future as as much as you. Um, I mean, I was thinking about the future, but I wasn't like thinking 2032. You know that that I mean, you're good, dude. I, more college people emulate one, two, three, no scope, man. Think 2032 having you. I mean, if you're 18, if you're 19 now, you're not even going to be. Uh, you'll just be barely 30. Then wow, that I mean that that's young. You'll be starting your family. Who knows? You'll be rich as anything if you if you're accumulating Bitcoin now. All right. Roman Q says, your first video was September 9, 2009. On your uh, channel's uh, 50th anniversary, Bitcoin's inflation will be 0.00305% annually. Who knows what the U.S. dollar inflation rate will be in 2059? Whew, who knows? Yeah. But you're not going to really have to care very much if you, you own Bitcoin now, Uh and you still own it then. I, I will say you are correct. This channel really did start in two thousand nine because it was I was just doing Baltimore videos then. I was do, so you could you could watch a video from uh, two thousand nine in my old neighborhood on Linden Avenue and uh, the crossing guard lady, who who may be deceased now. That's it's sad if she's deceased. She was in it and she oh hey Adam how you doing? She was the one she would love. She she was a crossing guard. She didn't have to work on uh, election day. So she would always be paid. She loved election day because in Baltimore, you're allowed to pay people $50 to work for you. <laughs> so basically, you're allowed to give people $50 bribes to uh, work for you. <laughs> and so she would love it. She would have a politician. She would you know, work for some politician. she get 50 bucks. Uh, and, uh, and then you, you go to the party afterwards. They give you food. I'll never forget that about her. She she loves Election Day. Get get her fifty dollars on Election Day. Uh, yeah, it's 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 amazing how. Uh, but again, we have people that you know they love that kind of stuff. But they're like, oh, the Russians are interfering in elections because they buy up Facebook ads. <laughs> Come on. Again, you can you're allowed to. You could pay fifty dollars. Oh, that's the driver. The driver is pe- picking up people all over Baltimore City to bring them to the polls. And give them fifty dollars cash from the from the funds that you raised, but the same people are, oh Russian hackers uh. yeah, I hope she, I hope that crossing guard lady didn't die, but she, she i there was something I heard oh, oh God, time has flown since 2009, hasn't it? Um Roman Q. okay Guy Bennett says two have havings in five years for the old guys well, no for all guys I mean any, no matter how old you are, maybe we all live to the year twenty twenty four and see these next two halvings. Uh, And uh, yeah, man, hopefully I can hold on to all my Bitcoin until then. You never know. I I got a big smile. Why not? If I'm living comfortably, if I'm happy, why not just keep on holding on to it? Oh, God. So uh, let's see. We uh, We talked about Libra. Udi says, all you need to know about Libra in a tweet. It's not the bitcoin killer it's the s coin killer i can't you say that word because i don't curse on this channel if it launches so udi uh, in israel and i'll be in israel on july 11th for over two months i'll see him in tel aviv no doubt and he'll be back on the show hopefully um udi uh the most prominent israeli uh, Bitcoiner, uh, twitter person out there uh yeah he he still believes that libra might not even happen but if it does happen he says it's gonna it's gonna kill some uh, Altcoins. So I, I agree that uh, I don't know why you'd be in Ripple if you could be in in uh, Facebook coin. Don't really understand it, but I don't understand the reputation of wanting to be in a centralized coin anyway. Bitcoin is the next. Bitcoin, get that. Uh, get that Bitcoin. All right. Let's see. And another Udi tweet. Now this is hilarious. And this this mainstream media nonsense, blockchain nonsense that was just launched out by CoinDesk right before the show started. This actually might help the price of Bitcoin because people love to virtue signal and think about this issue so much, but he is being ironic here. This is hilarious. I feared this conflict won't be resolved in my lifetime, but looks like it ends now. Thanks blockchain. This kind of... (laughs) Okay, so here's the story he's referring to. Crypto startup, and I'm not even gonna name the startup, has been working with the real Donald Trump administration to explore blockchain solutions related to the Israeli-Arab conflict. <laughs> they use another word to describe the Arabs, but there's no such thing as that. There are only Arabs in that area. There's only Arabs that live in Judea, Judea and Samaria. They don't have another name because it is Judea and Samaria, which is part of Israel. But so, yeah, they're, they're, they're saying this. Uh, they think blockchain can solve the Israeli-Arab problem. And so, so, yeah, it's some third party company is working with the government with blockchain. I mean, this is just hilarious. So many catchphrases in there. But, you know, people might be, oh, blockchain and the Israeli Arab conflict. Look at this. Look, it's Bitcoin, not blockchain. And you know what? If those Arabs in Judea and Samaria want want to fund their nonsense, with, with uh, Bitcoin, there's nothing we can do about it. There's nothing and that is one of the that's one of the benefits of, of, of Bitcoin. You cannot stop people from using blo- Bitcoin but some blockchain blockchain third party that wants to do business with Jared Kushner and, and Donald Trump and uh, Mahmoud Abbas and uh, some some mainstream Israeli politician, you know that can get shut down. That, that can get shut down. All right. Finally, finally, last thing we got to the end of the show at long last. Ooh, uh, you know, Coin Cards says, hey, Adam, my buddy in Vancouver, actually, I met him uh, almost a year ago now. Hey, Adam, just thought I'd let you know, Coin Cards is officially live in the USA now. We launched with 150 gift cards available for purchase with Bitcoin. Whoa, well, you know, you're a businessman, you're in motion, you're doing things with Bitcoin, that's cool, people who like Bitcoin gift cards, that's your thing. You go check all out coin cards. Now, it's not just Canada anymore and other countries. It's the United States. I don't do that thing. You know, everyone, I'm offended by selling, but this dude is a good dude. Um, it was great to meet him in uh, Calgary. And something else I forgot to say about being in motion. Brian, UK Bitcoin master had Gabriel Divine. Speaking of Los Angeles, he's from Los Angeles originally, um, from the Valley, in fact. And he was on Brian's show today. That is linked to below also. So check out those in motion, people. Coin cards, Brian, UK Bitcoin Master's show today, which was great. You could check out my tweets at TechBalt T-E-C-H-B-A-L-T. Clearly, a lot of people have been doing that because we got some new people on the show today. So retweet that stuff. It is a great way to spread the word. the the strong hand message in little 55 second clips so they can get used to watching uh, 30 minute shows at 2X or in this case, a 40 minute show at 2X. I'm Adam Meister, the Bitcoin Meister the Disrupt Meister. Pound that like button, bang that bell button tomorrow. We will be back right here, 1 p.m. Eastern time, 10 a.m. in Los Angeles. That is noon in Chicago, 11 a.m. in Denver, No, not 420 in Denver, 11 a.m. in Denver. Don't be 420-ing so you can watch the show at 11 a.m. in Denver tomorrow. See ya, pound that like button. I, I really got through everything today. Wow, see you guys. Talk to you in the chat right now.